0: That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S code super24. Good morning and welcome to Community Focus, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. I'm Ellen Jaffe. Although the pandemic has now been officially declared over, many businesses are still struggling to get back on their feet. One major company has jumped in to help. With me today is Marta Casaselaya from Comcast, to tell us about the Comcast RISE initiative, what it is, and how it will help our community. Good morning, Marta.
1: Good morning, Ellen. I'm so pleased to be
0: with you. I'm excited for you to share all the news you have about Comcast RISE. Can you first start with explaining to the audience what the Comcast RISE initiative is all about?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Comcast RISE is basically, RISE is an acronym for representation, investment, strength, and empowerment. And it represents everything that our company is trying to do with this initiative. Um, it was created in 2020, the, pretty much the end portion, the height of the pandemic, to provide small businesses owned by entrepreneurs of diverse backgrounds. And that includes Black, Indigenous, Hispanic, Asian American, others with grants in the form of marketing, technology, and capital resources that they would need to survive and thrive. So the program is now on track for 13,000 small businesses by the end of 2022, and, and many of those are in by diverse entrepreneurs. And this year, the new component for this year is that now the grant is also available to women of any race or ethnicity. So the total is a million dollars in our market. And as you well said, we've been doing this for a while. So this is actually the second round of cash grants that we are given. In addition to the cash grants, we also have the other Needed by entrepreneurs, but they may not have the resources. The other piece of the equation or the other component is the, the technology track. And there we will basically do what we refer to as the tech makeover, kind of assessing what the entrepreneur's needs are and helping them with Comcast
2: services and equipment, data, guidance, et cetera, et cetera.
0: This so is those, so amazing. Yeah. Okay. Now, how would someone decide which of the three is best for them?
1: Okay. You can apply for all three, but we do these in rounds. The technology and marketing is a rolling application that is open year round. And for all three of them, I recommend that interested entrepreneurs go to www.comcastrise.com. You will find tabs for all three of these, the marketing and technology equation is, as I said, open pretty much year round with a rolling application. But the big one for our market and for our entrepreneurs is the $10,000 ramp portion of it, which is only open during certain times. And right now, Miami is fortunate to have it for the second round. In other words, last year around this time, we already gave out. grants totaling a million dollars. We're fortunate to have the opportunity to do it again. And the important thing is to know the application window will open October 1st and closes October 16th. So I encourage anyone, and let me kind of tick some of the eligibility criteria so that folks have an idea Um, to qualify, the businesses must be 51%. Owned by a woman business owner or business owner, fifty-one percent or more considered of diverse background. We have a requirement that the businesses have been operating for at least three years and have a maximum twenty-five employees, and those can be full or part time. So those are the major parameters. And again, for the details, the eligibility details go to ComcastRise.com.
0: Is there a minimum number of employees? What if it's an individual person who has a business? Okay. It... To 25, yeah. So the maximum is 25, and that can include
1: part-time employees. The other thing I would note is that it has to be owned and operated by the applicant. Mm-hmm. So it, like a franchise situation would not work.
0: What about nonprofits? Are they allowed to apply?
1: Uh, I believe that is not a category that we have included as a
0: commercial business. Okay. All right. So this is really focused on commercial businesses. And, you know, yeah. I know nonprofits have access to all kinds of government funding and right. they're, they're always out there asking for donations, which really for profit businesses can't do that. They can't say, hey, we're holding a fundraiser and it's for our benefit. <laughs> Pretty exciting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And
1: at the end of the day, it's not that nonprofits are not important. They absolutely are, and they were critical during the pandemic. But it was also consciously trying to make an investment in the economy of our country. Because the fact is that the small businesses were some of the hardest hit over the past few years with the pandemic and with the economic challenges, which is also why we've continued the program. To give you an idea, As I said, we did the grants last year. We had 100 slots. We got 3,000 applications in the Miami-Dade-Broward market.
0: Mm. So the need is very much there,
1: and that is, you know, one of the things that we are looking for, and and if I was to give applicants a hint, it would be in your application, please be frank and honest. You know, if you have a story, you know, of the fact that you are a single parent, you started your business four years ago Please share it. Please okay. share it because we're definitely looking to help
0: the businesses that are most in need. Are there particular success stories that you have from last year?
1: Um, there are just so many of them and it's not just the ones that receive the grants, the, the cash grants, but the ones that are getting the technical assistance as well. I know and, and it varies. That's the other thing that I would tell folks. don't are a bona fide commercial undertaking just because you are a you know sole proprietor slash and you have a service business or a consulting business do not hesitate to apply of the grant awardees that I'm aware of we have a t-shirt business we have a gentleman in Miami
0: I'm just wondering, you know, I've, I've been seeing your ads for Comcast Rise and from the first time I saw it, I said, wow, this is really a great initiative helping equalize the market and giving people who might have gone out of business the opportunity to stay and grow. And, you know, we always say that these small businesses are really the little engine that runs our economy. So how has the Comcast Rise program impacted people's perception of comcast
2: um
1: obviously it's very positive because i work with a lot of community groups have a lot of community partners which by the way you know i need to give a shout out to all of the folks that support us um not least of which you know the florida minority diversity council icaba and broward the south florida Chamber of Commerce here in Miami, the Miami-Dade Chamber of Commerce, Forward Miami, Catalyst Miami, I can go on and on and on. We have so many loyal supporters, and thanks to them, they help us get the word out and reach the people who are in need. Obviously, when they receive the news that it is, and and here's the other thing, it is not earmarked for designated money. When they get this money, they are not required to spend it on X. We ask you, where do you need to spend it? Where is it going? We award it, but it doesn't come with the condition that, you know, you have to spend it on, on your technology equipment or anything like that. It is for you to invest in your business to help it survive and thrive.
0: I mean, honestly, it sounds like even just going through the application process would be helpful for any business owner, because it's going to force them to really look at their business. And by answering your questions, it helps them focus in on areas that are really important. So in a way, you're helping to, you know, give advice to people just by having them apply for these grants. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it's part of this. Grant. The other thing that I failed to mention, as part of this grant,
1: well, along with the grant comes um, a year of business counseling from one of Comcast Consulting Company. So, along with the, with the cash grant, we've got a consultant that will kind of guide you, and you can use them as a sounding board, et cetera, et cetera, if you have business questions that you need
0: answered. Now, what if someone needs some assistance? Just filling out the application. They're not sure where to look in their books or exactly how to answer a question. I know you can go to ComcastRise.com.
1: We are working with a number of partners, the ones that I mentioned. There is a video to help people apply. The video is available in English and Spanish to give them an overview of the program and walk them through the application process. Now that you're bringing this up, I'm going to see if there's any way to post that on the application website so that people could actually log on to the application website and the the video that instructs them on how to go through the the website.
0: So And beyond that, we, we have the partners. As I mentioned, any of those partners can also kind of walk you through things. Okay. So people can get information at comcastrise.com. Eligible businesses can apply online October 1st through 16th. And I'm just curious, how do your employees feel about Comcast Rise? Oh, I was going to say, you know, have any of them decided to go out on their own and start a business? But I remembered that you have to have been in business for three years already. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, does yep. that give them a sense of pride knowing that their company is doing something so good for the community? It gives our employees a great sense of pride, and, and in addition, they are also part
1: of the network that we use to get the word out. We we have briefed our employees on the program. We've asked them if you know people in your community who are eligible, help us get the word out. We've also got employee resource groups that are helping us literally you know, visit some of the businesses in areas, you know, like Little Havana, Overtown, Little Haiti, and pass out the information. Because quite frankly, some of these folks are mom and pop operations that generally work more word of mouth. So sometimes it has to come from, the the recommendation has to come from that trusted third person. You know, the other thing is that we also work with, for example, uh, Danilo Vargas, who is the mayor's. Like Danilo, like, uh, for example, the Allopatra Collaborative, Catalyst Miami.
0: So, I'm going to put out a call to our audience not only to apply if you have a business, a small business, fewer than 25 employees, and that is women or minority owned, but if you know someone who has a small business, tell them about it. Send them to ComcastRise.com. You know, you may not own your own business, but surely you have a friend or several who may be on the edge. You know, usually they say it takes about five years until a company is established and you can say, yeah, we're going to make it. Well, you at Comcast can be the difference between closing the doors at three years or making it till five and then becoming a business that lasts. And next thing we know, we're hearing the ads that you're helping with them saying, hey, we've been in business for 75 years now. That says a lot about us. (laughs) Right. So it's, it, this is just such a tremendous opportunity that you're creating, and it's going to have a ripple effect. It's not just for the hundred businesses that receive the reward, but then their employees benefit and the community benefits because businesses stay open and services become available. So I commend you. I commend Comcast for doing this work. It's so important and so beneficial. ComcastRise.com is the place to go. And one more thing before I let you go. um, I remember that you had a program underway to help families get internet service and the equipment they need at very low cost. Can you tell us about that? And is that still something people can take advantage of?
1: Since 10 years ago, our big community investment and push was to get low-income families connected to the internet. So... Ten years ago, we roll out this product called Internet Essentials. It is a $9.95 a month internet service. Very respectable. We've increased the speed nine times over the years. And then attached to that, you could buy a computer for $150. We've been doing that, again, ten years. The pandemic comes. Fortunately, the U.S. government has stepped up. And they launched something called the Affordable Connectivity Program. That program now provides a $30 a month subsidy to low income families and they can apply that $30 a month subsidy to their internet device, uh, internet service, meaning internet online, or they can also do the cell phone, which that means that right now, internet is available for free in our
0: community
1: to low income families. By all the stats that I've looked at, that means 240,000 eligible households in Miami-Dade County alone, right? I'm not even counting Broward on this
0: one. And especially Um, with the pandemic, when those who were not out of work were working remotely, that became a huge, important thing to have. And it continues to be because so many companies have stayed on either full remote or hybrid. Right, And it turns out that people like working from home.
1: Yeah. And they need it because, I mean, what if we get Yet another variant, right? That kind of thing. We just, you, we now know that our society needs to be prepared in order to continue functioning, never mind how easy it will make their day to day life and how many opportunities it exposes them to. So, selfishly, we have products that families can buy or individuals can, can purchase with this subsidy so that basically your service is free. But in general, Everybody should be made aware that this program is available in our community. And as usual, the take rate is very, very low. So, I mean, that's my soapbox right now is if there's any way to push the message out to folks to make them aware of the program, that would be
0: ideal. hundred percent. Absolutely. How can someone get the information or where do they go to apply for that government subsidy and how do they come to Comcast and say, I'm eligible for this program? I want to use my $30 to get free service.
1: Here, let me explain the steps. The information is available if they just Google affordable connectivity program. The websites will pop up for leaveitac.gov. Definitely, it's also on the FCC website, FCC.gov. And that will give you a two step process. First, you need to get an eligibility code from the ACT program, and that is done online. When you go to either of those websites, you will see there's an application form. You can walk through the application form and get your eligibility code. That is generated directly. Program. With that code, you sign up through the website, just follow the prompt on the Internet Essentials website, and that will enable you to then use that code to put your subsidy towards your service.
0: This is phenomenal. I'm very excited, and I know so many people will benefit from this, and I appreciate your knowledge and, again, what you're doing in our community. Thank you, Ellen. Is there anything else that you think our listeners need to know?
1: In order to alleviate any fears that that this application might be a little bit too onerous. Let me just quickly tick through the documents that folks should have on hand when they fill out the application. Um, it would be copy their W9, their social security number or EIN number for the business, or one of three types of documents, including their articles of incorporation, tax ID, or business license. That is it. We don't require owners reporting. You don't need an attorney to fill it out. We have made it as simple as possible because we want folks to apply.
0: And they don't have to supply you with one of their tax returns? No. Wow. No. That's pretty easy. You know, somebody really ought to have their articles of incorporation easily accessible. Same thing with W-9s and social security numbers or EINs. So you've really simplified the process. And again, I thank you and I'm planning to tell everyone I know who <laughs> has a small business. Thank you, Ellen. Absolutely. You. We, we're,
1: we're, we're proud of the program and very pleased that we can do it.
0: You know, I meant to ask you the application period is October 1st through 16th. When do you start informing those who have received grants?
1: Yes, we will inform them in November and the money will be dispersed in December.
0: Amazing. That's so quick. All right. Well, I would love for you to come back. After a period has gone by, and tell us how some of these businesses are doing who have received the grants and, you know, how they're enjoying the process. I would love to hear more details, and I hope you'll be available for that.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Ellen. Really, really appreciate your help in getting the
0: word out. It is my pleasure. Marta Casaselaya, selaya External Affairs Director for South Florida with Comcast. Remember, it's comcastrise.com. Thank you so much, Marta. Have a great day. You too, Ellen. Now, with all eyes on Ian this weekend, tracking the storm's path to see if and how much we may be impacted, I want to remind you to be prepared for any situation. You can find all the information you need about how to prepare ahead of a storm, what to do during a storm, and how to pick up the pieces afterward on our website. There's a whole page dedicated just to hurricane information. Now, with that being said, we have a bunch of charity walks ahead in the next few weeks. So until Ian is past us, we have to be prepared for any cancellations that may come up. Hoping for the best, with October being both Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Awareness Month, you can make a note about these walks. Because basically, we are going to cover your weekends through the whole month. This morning, the Women's Breast and Heart Initiative Pink Walk is getting underway at Miami-Dade College. And if you can't get there, feel free to make a donation to support their work providing free mammograms and heart screenings, along with education about disease prevention and early detection. Saturday, October 8th, join us at the Komen More Than Pink Walk, That's going to be happening at Amelia Earhart Park in Hialeah. On Saturday, October 22nd, it's the American Cancer Society's Making Strides Against Breast Cancer at Lone Depot Park. Of course, you will find details about all of these on our website events listing. Now, for domestic violence awareness, a new event happening this year, it's the Global March for Freedom to End Human Trafficking. And it is literally a global event marches are happening on the same day in cities all around the world and miami is proud to participate with the march starting at three o'clock march 15th in coral gables and of course next saturday october 1st is the kickoff of domestic violence awareness month and we are going to be out with the safe space foundation at their family violence awareness walk which runs from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Gwen Margolis Amphitheater in North Miami Beach. That's 16501 Northeast 16th Avenue. So, yeah, you can find information about all of these on our web events listing. And for just the last couple of minutes that we have left, I've got a 16-year board member at Safe Space Foundation. She is also a semi-retired part-time North Miami Beach police officer specializing in domestic violence. To give us more info about the family violence awareness walk, welcome Cora Mann. Hi. So now that you're working full-time with Safe Space, you've been behind the scenes with the 13th annual family violence awareness walk coming up on Saturday, October 1st. And with this walk, this is how the foundation is going to raise the money to continue the services that help victims become survivors and escape an abusive relationship, try to put an end to that cycle
2: of violence.
0: The walk, this is a six-hour event.
2: Yes, we have a whole day of activities for the family. We include everything, food and entertainment, activities, community resources, and everything at our walk. We don't sell anything at the walk. Everybody who's out there, they give donations. The food we provide are for free also. So come out, bring your family. Let's have a fun day. Let's educate the community. And we're really trying to work on it eradication of domestic violence.
0: I love it. So who's going to be there in addition to the Safe Space Foundation? Will there be representatives from the county? Yes, ma'am.
2: We have four shelters, man. We have one in the north, one in the central Miami-Dade County. We have one in the ranger and we have one in homestead.
0: Four locations. And when someone calls Safe Space, you refer them out to the one that would be nearest to them or safest for them?
2: Well, what we do is they have to call what we call our Coordinated Victims Activist Center, right? The CVAC. And they call CVAC, which is 305 285 5900. And CVAC have a council that would speak to them. And then from that point on, they'll try to place them in whatever we have available. Great. But again, getting
0: back to the walk, I know it's free admission. You don't have to pay anything to participate in the walk. You can choose to make a $25 donation or you can do this all-star donation, which you've done every year. And I love it because you've got the Miami Heat involved. Can you tell us what that all-star donation gets someone for $65?
2: Wow, it's a great package. And $65 gives you a t-shirt. It gives you all the free information. You get out and come out and meet Barney. The ticket also buys you entry into the Heat game. And it gives you an opportunity to do a shootout, a one-file shot live on the Miami Heat Court following the game that we will be attending. Um, but this year, we changed our location. When we first started the walk, our first walk was at the Amphitheater, Senator Gwen Mongola's Amphitheater in North Miami Beach on 16501 Northeast 16th Avenue. And now we've brought it back there again because for the last three or four walks, we had it outside of the police station on 169th Street and Northeast 19th Avenue. So now we're all going back home.
0: Now, what is the difference in terms of how much fun people can have or where the walk will go?
2: Well, the amphitheater is a full center theater. And it gives us more opportunity to bring more people than just right here in the streets in front of the police department.
0: Now, I have for the registration to register in advance. The website is 2022dvwalk.easyregister.com. Can someone register day of?
2: Yes, you can raise your day of. You can on-site. We will have people there with beautiful smiles on their face waiting for you to come.
0: All right, so yes, put ma'am. that on your calendar now. This is a really fun day for a serious cause, the 13th Annual Family Violence Awareness Walk, Saturday, October 1st, starting at 8 a.m. at Gwen Margolis Amphitheater in North Miami Beach, benefiting the Safe Space Foundation. And this is where people who want to escape abusive relationships turn to get a safe space space. If anyone wants more information about the walk, not only can you go to 2022 DV walk dot easyregister.com. You'll find the event on our website as well. Cora Mann on the Board of Directors at Safe Space Foundation and also a North Miami Beach police officer specializing in domestic violence. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mia, for having me. Absolutely. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe ja 2 F S one e at cmg.com. Join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus, and have a wonderful day.